Welcome to Cheers to Home Ownership. My name is Amy Trim. I'm a loan officer here in Washington State. And I'm Kathleen Facey with Team Facey. I'm a real estate agent here in Washington State as well. And we just decided to create this podcast to dive deeper into a lot of topics that Kathleen and I go over in our home buyer classes. But this episode is for all people, but specifically for home buyers when they are getting ready to buy. But, you know, in our home buyer classes, we touch on this, but I always follow up on the next day, sending them some links that we will um, be giving you on the podcast today. And it's so valuable. So today's episode really is how to protect yourself when buying a home. And we're going to go over two main ways, right? Yes. Two that, um, yeah, it's going to be, this is going to be a quick podcast, but these are two super important So it's a powerful podcast today. (laughs) Short and powerful. (laughs) Okay. So what way you could protect yourself before you buy the home uh, is to opt out and to avoid what we call trigger leads, right? Right. Right. So, and you know, Amy, I know that this is one thing that unfortunately is super big with prospective buyers. I hear it all the time. It's like their biggest complaint is that when they go to to uh, fill out their loan application and they need to have their credit pulled, they get really concerned because all of a sudden they're inundated with these phone calls. Yes. Can you explain what happens and how they can protect themselves? Absolutely. So the three credit bureaus are Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. By law, they can sell our contact information. Okay. And so when there is a hard credit pull, which we go over credit in a separate podcast, but there are two types of credit pulls. One is a hard credit pull where you've requested credit. Right. And the other type is a soft credit pull where a company is offering you credit. So what's happening is when somebody applies to get pre-approved to buy a home and get a loan, the lender, the mortgage company will do a hard pull. Okay. And they're coded as the mortgage company. And so what happens is those three credit bureaus, TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian, sell that we call trigger lead to tons of other mortgage companies. It just shouldn't be legal. I know. I mean, it's so frustrating. It's like they found some magic loophole to be able to pull this off. And it's just so frustrating. It is legal. Yeah. So it does comply with the Fair Credit Reporting Act. And it allows them to sell our information unless, and here's how we can protect ourselves. we as consumers opt out yes. and, and tell those three credit bureaus, hey, don't sell my information. And by law, yes, if you have not opted out, you will get inundated you will. with phone calls. And some of them sound as though they're with your mortgage company. They're really sneaky. They, and yeah, they, they have you thinking that they're with your mortgage company. Um, and then they, in a way, they've, they figured out with their scripts on how to get more information out of you so that they can try pull your business to them. 
Yeah. And it's before you realize that Yes, and they make huge claims and promises that aren't real. No. And it's so frustrating. So to protect yourself, right? Yep. So you can opt out in two ways. One, and both of these ways are free, which is amazing. Yay. Yes. These are legit and legal. And the first one only takes about five business days to go into effect. And that's on a website called Opt Out Prescreen. Dot com. And it basically prevents those three credit bureaus um, from selling your contact information to those other companies that are going to try to either solicit or confuse. Um, I could go on and, and on. Wait, and, <laughs> and it's literally hundreds of phone calls. Oh, it, yes. It just doesn't stop for days. So yes. to protect yourself, yes. what was that mm-hmm. website again? It's opt out prescreen.com. And it's super simple. Very simple. You literally just register your cell phone number and your email address. They send you a confirmation to make sure that email address was correct. You set, you click confirm and you have opted out now for five years. So now the credit bureaus are notified then that they cannot sell your contact information. information. Correct. And it's contact information. They're not selling selling your personal information. That's probably why they get away with this, right? Exactly. Like nothing about your credit, but they sell, they can sell your contact information. Contact information yeah. that's on public record, or not public record. It's record with the credit bureaus. Right. And also they do tell these other um, companies that it was a mortgage hard pull. Mm-hmm. So those companies know that this is a mortgage hard pull. So again, like you had said, they have these scripts to get information, additional information out of you, and they're really convincing. They're, they're really good at it. Yeah. Yeah. So just protect yourself, opt out, prescreen.com. Takes about five days. Now, you can also opt out in a different way. There is a way that you can get on the do not call list. So it's like, hey, don't call me. And so you register your phone number okay. with do not call.gov. And that basically gets you out of unsolicited calls as well. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. And, and so you're you're saying that everybody that's listening to this podcast should do both. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. And do both. Even if you're not thinking of of you know trying to qualify for a loan right now. It's just good for everybody. Yeah. I've literally been sitting in a restaurant. This just happened last week. (laughs) I was just talking to somebody and they're in our industry. We're just chatting and, you know, we're talking about this topic. Uh And I said, oh, okay, I'll text you this, um, this website. Yeah. And so I was doing it and the gentleman behind me was like, can you send that to me too? <laughs> so we, I did. It was really funny. He's just like, that's, that's it's, scary. Yeah. yeah. And it's really amazing that yes. you can do that. So optout.com is a five-year thing. What Opt about prescreen.com? Prescreen.com. Mm-hmm. Thank you. But the DNC list. Yes, that is permanent. Oh, that's wonderful. And, but that one takes 30 days oh, to get okay. on this special do not call me list. So as soon as you've You've stopped listening to this podcast. Yes. Go to your, <laughs> go to your And you can do it from your phone. Yeah, there you go. Opt out pre, prescreen.com and do not call.gov. 
So I do want to just mention snail mail because <laughs> once you close on a home purchase, and I know you know this, you will get inundated. This with is such a good point. Junk mail. It's so annoying. Yes. And that's because they pull, uh, companies will pull the, your information from county records as a new home purchase or a new home loan for a refinance. And so you can get out of those unsolicited mailings and there's not a 100% guaranteed way to get out of these, but you can go ahead and be proactive and try to limit it. And it's dmachoice.org. So D is in David, M is in Mary, A, choice.org. So I just think that those are the great websites that people can use to protect themselves. Yeah. But we said we had two ways. Two yeah. important, powerful ways to protect us. It sounds like we've just given you three. I and know. Now we're going to give you another. A- another. And, <laughs> and that would be in the real estate transaction in regards to wiring money. Yes. So, so what, can they, what can they do to protect themselves regarding wires? Well, the golden rule, Amy, is inquire before you wire. Okay. okay. That is so important. Yes. Inquire before you wire. So there are reasons that you wire. So when you're purchasing a home, you're going to wire funds to your escrow company. Uh, in the state of Washington, we use an escrow company. Okay. And so those funds could be for down payment, for closing costs. Sometimes they're actually to pay off a debt that has to be paid at closing. There's different reasons, but those that money is wired to escrow right before closing so we can clear the transaction and close. Now, just know that there are rules in place that escrow has to protect your interest, okay? Escrow is never going to just email you, hey, send your money here. They have these actual... They, they have a protocol that yes. they have to follow. So, and some are a little different than others, but more than all, they're all basically the same where they have a protection. Yes. Like they call first, then they say where they're going to send you an email, then they're going, you know, I mean, there's these- It's like a security yeah. email for a lot of these yes. companies. Yes. And escrow does have a secured email that they send you for, to protect your interest on all of correspondence now as well. Yeah. Um, so they will- not just send you an email to send your money. And that's so important. I've already said that, but I wanted to say it one more time. You know, an interesting story. Uh, when my mother-in-law sold their home, now sold her home, gosh, this was maybe seven years ago. Okay. Maybe it was, no, I think it was like seven years ago, five years ago. Okay, whatever. Um, but we've had this wire uh, fraud that's been happening for quite some time now. Yeah. And we were in the process of closing our transaction. And someone emailed my mother-in-law from an email that was very close to my email, very close. It just had a digit or so off saying, send the money here. But luckily, I don't even think it was my mother-in-law that caught the email. Somehow it also went to the escrow company and they reached out to both of us and to my mother-in-law and myself and said, hold on, wait a minute, this is what's happening. And this was at the very beginning when it was yes. just starting to happen. They started working on rules. Couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. So my mother-in-law was going to have 80000 that she was, it was either 
it was going to be sent to her or she, it could have, it might've been a sale or it could have been a purchase because again, we've done some transactions. I think it was mom. a simultaneous one, was right? It? Okay. Yes. And if she would have just sent that money to this unknown source, she would have lost her money forever. Bye-bye. And it's happened to people that we've known. Oh, yes. um, so luckily escrow started already catching those kind of things, but the email was so close to mine. It was like Kathleen Facey at cmail.com at the time or something like that. Yeah. It was so, so close, just like a digit or two off. Um, but that's what happens. So you want to make sure they're going to call you and they're going to say, hey, this is what we're going to do. They're going to give you the steps. And uh, it's just really important to follow the steps. Now, when you're selling your home, also escrow is not going to see when you sell your home, you're probably going to make some money. Okay. So you're going to have some money that's going to go to you, right? And escrow will not just send you the money, even though you've given them your routing number, your account number, they're not going to just send you the money to that routing and account number because you filled out a form to have it sent. They're actually the day of closing. They're going to contact you after the, actually it's after the, the loan you know, the transaction has closed and recorded, Right, they're going to contact you and say, hey, this is how much money we're sending. And is this the right account number? So they'll one more time, make sure to check the routing and the account number to make sure that it's valid before they send the money. So if you're waiting here in Washington state for your money on a closing <laughs> day, you've got to answer those unknown phone calls because yes. they are going to call you first. They won't just send it even though you're expecting that money and they know they're gonna they're supposed to send you that money. So they're inquiring before they wire. They are as well. So they're yes. setting the standard. They don't want to have any challenges with sending the money to the wrong account. Can you imagine? Oh man, no. No. Because once it's sent, it's if gone. it's yeah, it could be gone. Mm. It could be gone. So I think these are both really important ways to protect us. And I think the opt-out options are are just valuable in general, but so is the wire transfer right. fraud. And so just both of these are key. Now, like I had mentioned at the beginning, Kathleen and I teach home buyer classes and we go over the 23 benchmarks to buying a home. Yes. But we can't dive deep into every topic. So we created this podcast that allows us to do that, but also to touch on selling homes, home ownership, all the parties and resources available to us. Um, talk in, more about stories that actually yeah. happened that we don't have time to talk about all of those. Exactly. In the class. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we're both just passionate about home ownership and all the benefits that come with that. Absolutely. And, you know, those are exciting steps. Buying your home, selling your home, like you said, oftentimes receiving a profit, some funds out of the sale. Those are exciting, but they can be overwhelming. Right. And there's so many steps, 23 benchmarks to benchmarks for purchasing a home, yeah. but there's really, there's really so much more than that. Oh, there's so, so much more. There's so much in between. There's so much in the gray area. There's so many things outside of the box. Yep. So we could just have fun for days talking yes. about this stuff. And that's why we do these recordings. Yes. So hopefully you found this information helpful and you can protect yourself. Stay tuned for future podcast episodes. And, you know, we do call this episode or the, the podcast, Cheers to Homeownership. So I see you're drinking something. 
right now, Kathleen, in your cup. So if you were cheersing or toasting to homeownership, what are you drinking? Well, you know, I've got a glass of red wine right now because it's five o'clock somewhere. It's <laughs> after four here in Washington state. And so we're having a glass of wine. And today I'm having a really nice red glass. Awesome. Yes. Well, my uh, beverage of choice tonight is actually, uh, <laughs> don't laugh at me. <laughs> okay. I'm not a fancy wine drinker. I drink Moscato. Oh, I know it's super sweet, but I just call myself a baby wine drinker because I have, I don't have the taste for it. You know, anytime people drink a sweet wine, you think, oh, they're a beginner. That's not always the case. Nope. It just depends on what your palate is and your palate changes, right? Yes. We could have episodes (laughs) on wine. We could. We could could really get into this and talk. Mine's a petite. Bordeaux, which is, I mean, it's, well, this is Randy's favorite. Oh my gosh. Randy is her husband, who's also her business partner and real estate agent. And we can talk about that too for hours, but (laughs) I know, call me crazy working together and, and, uh, and being married for 20, no, wait, how many years now? 37. 37 How many years years for you? We just celebrated 27 years. Yeah. So. And you're 10 years older than, I'm younger than me. So. (laughs) Yeah. Is somewhere around so. there. Yeah. Well, anyways, so. this yes. was a fun one. I feel that this was really important. And um, and I'm I'm hoping that we helped you with a few items to protect yourself. Absolutely. And cheers to home ownership. Cheers, guys. <laughs>